What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bumbleberry Artist Spotlight. My name is Moon Girl, and today I will be your host uh, for the interview with Gordy Art. Um, how's it going? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Um, well, let's get started. Um, I, you know, I, I tend to really like to start way at the beginning uh, with these. So, if you don't mind. I'd love to start at the top a little bit and hear some of your backstory. Like, how did you find your way as an artist? And, and like, that's barring NFTs and this community and everything like that. So it's more like, how did, how did you find your way into art in your life? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very tricky question because it was a long time ago. It was around 2012-ish. And... Um, Actually, I went to a uh, oil painting masterclass by nearly by accident, and uh, I enjoyed it. I made my first oil painting in 2012, and uh, that's how I got uh, into art. And uh, then we immigrated to Canada, and I had nothing else to do, so I just found a store where I could buy some paint, uh, some paint, and uh, some canvases, so I could do some stuff and uh, kind of figure out what I'm, what I want to do with my life. And um, then I worked a little bit in the warehouse until I, you know, made some money for college and I went to a uh, Humber College. It was called uh, Visual and Digital Art. I had absolutely no clue about digital art by that time. Uh, and um, I was convinced that I'm gonna be doing oil paintings all my life. I uh, I was thinking that digital art is uh, some sort of cheating. And uh, in uh, I think in 2016 I tried to uh, to draw something first in Photoshop and uh, I fell in love with it. So now I don't think it's cheating. Oh wow, um, that's cool. That's really cool. I um I love that that you had like that first experience, that first take on um on you know what you what you were saying is cheating, and then you were able to come around to it. I I have those same hopes for a lot of uh, the younger people in the art community that are really resistant to creating NFTs. Um, my hope is that people will start to in really take a look at how NFTs can work for them and set aside their uh opinions about it and you know understand that this is an evolving space and it could be of some use to to people for sure no i definitely i i hope so that they will understand because i think it's uh, the future and i don't know it's it's very hard to explain somebody who is um thinking that it's uh um how you say it like like i said cheating but like yeah. it's a digital digital ownership so it's literally the only way that you can, you know, set up your basically life with the royalties and whatever. Yeah, I agree. It's a, I think a lot of, a lot of the younger generation, at least, you know, at least my kids uh, think that it's just a trend. They think it's something that's just going to come and go and why bother getting involved uh, when it's just by the time they learn it, you know, yada, yada, <laughs> kind of like all the excuses. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely I I look forward to the future of of other people grasping what NFTs do for them and and are able to you know kind of move on in ways that that uh they they're able to make it work. Um, 
But before we get into the 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 future, I I want to go kind of like from so you you were doing the oil paintings and then you got into doing digital work. Now take us to the point where you found your way to creating NFTs. Did you start in layer one or or uh, where did you get your start? Uh, yeah, I started in layer one. I think uh, right after the. Uh, people sold one for like six hundred million dollars or something like that. So NFT, that's how I um, uh, got aware about NFTs and all this space. Uh, then was the painful way to uh, Rarible. I think it's called Rarible. Yeah. And um, a pain way to learn that for the minting I had to pay fifty dollars, and for the listing I had to pay fifty dollars. And when it's got sold, I would have to pay again fifty dollars or something like that for the um, for the transaction fee. So for me, it started in layer one, but uh, it was kind of painful because <laughs> I, I didn't understood why I had to pay to list something and that amount of money. But with uh, with Loopring L2, it just you know it's uh, it's so much easier and uh, so much painless. Uh, efforts and painless uh, painless way to do all this stuff and so much better than just selling prints or you know or prints on t-shirts or all that kind of stuff yeah plus you don't have that added expense of storing things you know if you have a company and you and you are selling t-shirts you know you have to have a warehouse and it just all starts to <laughs> build up from there but you know, at this point, people can purchase an NFT and if they love it so much, they can have their own shirts made, you know? So to me, there's just, I, I'm in agreement with you. There's just so much endless uh, opportunity and possibilities with these that it's just, uh, it's just next level. I'm, I'm excited to be here and I'm excited that you're here as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate so, it. Yeah. So, so then bridge the gap for me from, from layer one, were you just looking in terms of like, there's gotta be a better way than, than, uh, than, you know, listing and having these expenses. How did you find the layer two community? Um, I actually came in layer two community from uh, GameStop. That's, that's the way how I found it is, um, when I list NFTs on the layer one and uh, I had to pay all those fees and uh, it didn't sold out. So I just, I kind of forget about NFTs. But then in uh, 2021, I think in January or in February, I learned about um, GameStop situation, like whatever was going on with the short squeeze and like kind of short squeeze. Uh, and um, then I learned about Loopring, but it was like probably like how much like six or seven months in the in the GameStop saga, maybe more, and then um, that's how I came into Loopring L two. Okay, and then throughout that time, were you were you creating the the weapons that you have listed right now, or how how did you explore what you were going to do in the community? Uh, I actually just uh, posted uh, on Reddit, like I had some drawings already done, like some of my old weapons, and I just posted like if uh, if anybody's going to be interested in buying this, and I got a very welcome, like very warm uh, welcome, very warm replies over there, and I decided that I'm going to do it. But uh, with weapons, I, I started doing weapons in 2019 or 18, 
maybe 19. Okay. I, I think 19. I'm, 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 I'm having problems with my memory for the last seven months. So in terms of, um, in terms of like creating the weapons, it, you know, and how you make them, I mean, you, they're, they're animated for the most part. Um, the ones that I've seen at least, have they always been like that? Or have you just recently gotten into, gotten into animation? Uh, this animation is actually made, uh, I did it on my phone with the app called Motion Leap. So yeah, I just recently got into it and you know, it, it, it works and I, I'm not an animator, so I don't really know how to do it correctly, but you know, this way works. So I'm, I'm fine with that. It's, it's conveys that the message. Great. Yeah, it looks really great. It's like, uh, it's, it, to me, it helps to have a little bit of movement, you know, and, and um, it just kind of makes the piece come alive a little bit. So it's nice to look at. It's really great. Yeah, so at first I was thinking to post just static images. Then, you know, it's, it evolves to animated pieces. pieces, And then it has to evolve into 3D stuff. So I, I don't know what's going to be next. When you're getting into, like, your creative process and you're looking at setting, you know, building a, a new set of of weapons and creating how how do you how do you get started how do you get inspiration uh, i come up with a theme like what what exactly i want to create it's either a viking weapon or you know like sci-fi thing and uh, then i go to the i used to go to the pinterest and to collect like a lot of uh, different references to see what was done but uh, right now, I, I don't really do it because I, like I said, I'm creating weapons since 2019, and I already have like a lot of, like a huge visual library in my head, and uh, that that's how I start. But I just usually first I come up with the theme and trying to go around that theme as much as I can. Okay. Okay, that's great. And also on Loop Exchange, you have listed um, some some oil paintings that you've done. Do you want to talk a little bit about those? Uh, yeah, I, I decided to list um, all the paintings that I did since, well, all the paintings that I liked since uh, I started doing oil paintings. But I didn't touch oil for a lot of years. I think the last one I did in 2017 or 16, something like that, because... Uh, for oil painting, you have to have like a proper ventilated space, and I have only like one one bedroom apartment, so I, I and two cats, and right now I have a kid, so I I cannot really use oils anymore. But I I really enjoyed doing it. I I love creating seascapes. I love creating like like waterscapes basically and environments. And do you usually create those by, do you have like a reference piece or do you just like let your mind explore different shapes and whatnot? Or tell me how you, how you come up with those. They're beautiful, by the way. Uh, mo thank you. Uh, most of them are referenced from like real life images. Uh, some I did just combine like one image with another image to you know to come up with uh, something new. But um, I, I rarely do abstractions. So I was... Uh, I really like to do the waves. <laughs> I actually like to do seascapes. I really like to do the sky with clouds. Like I, I did like painting. Like uh, complicated texture-based stuff. It sounds like. 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I usually use was using the uh, the pellet knife, so it was rarely brushes, but mostly pellet knife. So it was giving that uh, extra texture to the work and uh, extra flow. And you know, when you screw up, you can always say, "Oh, it's it, 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 I didn't do it by hand. I didn't do it by the brush. Like it's all pellet knife, pellet knife." And in terms of uh, like, if so, just hopping back over to this digital space now and uh, and NFTs. Yeah, what challenges do you face when you're creating? Or is it oh. just smooth sailing? <laughs> Are you one of the lucky ones? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I consider myself of one of the lucky ones, but um, I'm, I'm not building my own Discord community because that's I, I decided a long time ago that I'm not going to do it. I just settled in short destroyers and uh, I have a at everyone button over there but i'm not i'm rarely using it i i don't want to you know use it too much <laughs> but um getting shadow banned on twitter probably is the most difficult thing and because um, yeah. i mostly use twitter and uh, somehow i i managed to grow to like more than thousand people over there but Lately, like on all the engagement since Elon Musk took over the Twitter, it just went very, very down. I'm not sure if it's uh, just my content or my lack of content or whatever change was uh, done over there on Twitter site. Yeah, no, I've noticed a huge change as well. It was almost overnight. Uh, I know that uh, both of my accounts, we lost a ton of followers, probably bots anyway, so it's fine. But I think I probably on my Moon Girl account lost a hundred followers, and then my uh, other account that my husband runs, I think we lost about twelve hundred followers. It was wild, just within a matter of days. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the community is able to fare when you know when a huge change like this happens in social media, and for us to be able to still like band together and find each other because. It, it does get complicated when, like, I don't know if like an algorithm or something was reset, but I'm, and I don't know if it's just me, but just being able to find Twitter spaces that normally were right there in the morning when I wake up, I just open my phone and I see who's on and I'm able to, you know, to hop on. And now it seems like um, I have to, I have to actually happen upon somebody's profile and see that like glowing circle, you know, so it definitely seems like there's some changes taking place and I hope that it shapes up, but you were talking about being shadow banned. Is that recent or is that something that, um, that happened in the past? No, no, no. It's just my thought that why, why it's happening. Cause I didn't check if I was shadow banned or anything like that. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty frustrating, and especially when you're trying to reach your community and let them know what you <laughs> what you're making. Um, we definitely rely on on social media to to get the message out there. Uh, AI stuff also played like a huge role in what I was creating and how I was I don't see myself like in all art space because. Uh, Whenever I see what AI can do, like I just, you know, I was thinking like, um, why, why should I even bother to do some stuff? But it's just something that you have to overcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, just want to give a shout out real quick. I've got a Twitter space open right now. There's a couple people in there. If anybody has any questions, and this goes for Discord too, if anyone has any questions, feel free to jot them in the chat or you can, on Twitter, you can come up and ask a question. That's fine as well. Um, we are uh, interviewing Gordy Art right now on Bumbleberry's Artist Spotlight. I want to focus on your uh, your zodiac weapons a little bit. How did you how did you come up with that idea? I know that you go to Pinterest and and whatnot, but I think it's such a unique idea, and it kind of creates a little bit of personalization for people. Um, you know when they're when they're shopping around and looking at things that interest them, it's like you want to see what your weapon looks like, you know? And, and I think that that's a really unique idea that kind of makes it so that people want to purchase that piece. Yeah, I think that the Zodiac thing is, uh, you know, it, it can um, uh, it can speak to someone. Like if, you know, like I am Cancer, so I, I really enjoy, uh, <laughs> I really enjoy how Cancer Swords looks like. And uh, yeah, my, my thought was uh, to just create something that, um, you know, you can, uh, I'm sorry, one second. Uh, I just wanted to create something that would uh, speak to basically anybody, you know, uh, if you're a Sagittarius, like you would probably like that bow, because I was, uh, when I was creating that uh, collection, those 12 weapons, I was looking at uh, just Zodiac signs, like how they look like, because uh, I think on the, I think with piece, pieces, I think, yeah, I think with pieces, like you can see it's, it's actual, like, it's actual, like it looks like a sign. And uh, with, with cancer swords, I was trying to think about that 69 sign for cancer. And, oh, that's and cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's how I placed them, like one was uh, upside down. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to create something that would uh, speak to anybody. And uh, as far as I know, like whoever bought it, like, they bought it like just for themselves or for to give it to friends because it, it's not something that you're gonna, you know, trade in a long time, in a long run. Just uh, I think it was just something for for yourself. Okay, and in, in terms of like the the weapons and whatnot that you create that you create. Um, you know, I think a lot of people look at those kinds of things as having a physical utility, like they'll be able to use them in video games. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, for the last uh, month, I think, uh, I've started learning how to do 3D, and I already posted a uh, sword, one sword in, uh, in 3D. And uh, I'm sort of learned how to import it in Unreal Engine 5, and... I was able to do it, and I was able to even run a character over there holding my weapons. So yeah, I'm definitely looking into this as a future feature. But it's, it's, I'm definitely going to be there. Okay, that's great. That's really cool. And you have so you have everything listed on the Loop Exchange uh, marketplace. What are your what are your thoughts and feelings on what's currently happening? Uh, in terms of NFT sales and the general like energy of the community in the space? Honestly, I can't say much because uh, I'm pretty much preoccupied uh, with the kid at home because uh, she's going to be seven months very soon. And uh, other time when I'm not with her, I'm just... I'm just creating. I'm just learning how to how to do the 3D stuff because uh, that eats 
that eats my brain like a lot and I, I don't really have a lot of time to check Twitter. Like I, I'm sitting in Twitter and uh, I, I talking to somebody occasionally, but I'm, I'm like a horse with the blinders, you know, I'm just, I have my blinders on and I'm just going forward. Right. Well, that's good. That's, that's the important stuff right there. Cause you can't get that time back. So I definitely feel you when you're, um, when you do have a chance to create though, and you're, and you are able to take those blinders off, you know, take a look at the things that you've made and how, how the future of, of, uh, the NFT space, I don't know, is, is looking is like sizing up to be, what do you think is, uh, I guess, like, what do you think the future holds for, for NFTs? Um, and especially like with what you create. Um, I kind of agree with the Frenchie that he was saying that uh, in the future you will need to have a utility for NFTs. But I, I sort of agree about it because I still think that I see NFT art as also just as art, you know, like something that you can hang on on the, like, uh, like all those paintings, you know, because I, I still love paintings. I love traditional art. And uh, I don't completely think that NFTs should be 100% only with utilities. I, I still think that there there is like a huge space for art itself without utilities. But uh, I'm sure that there are going to be more utilities because everybody's gonna is trying to catch on. Like everybody's trying to create their own game. Like like I, I'm not going to create my own game. I'm, I can say it from start because. I, I tried Unreal Engine, and um, it's it's hard. And uh, for the last months, I had to learn how to use Blender. I had to use how, uh, I had to learn how to use another 3D program. It's called Substance Painter. And then I decided that I want to do a hand painted texture. So I learned another program. It's called 3D Code, and all of them has different settings and. So it's just, it's too much. So I, I don't think that I'm going to be creating any games like anytime soon, for sure. Uh, yeah. with, uh, with what happened in uh, recent like L2 communities, I what I see on the Twitter is uh, a lot of derivatives of loop funks. And I, I'm not sure how to, uh, I'm not sure what I think about it because they, they, they kind of all look the same, but I guess community likes them, so everybody is pleased to do what they want. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, um, I mean, pixel art has its own place in people's hearts, you know, so I think that that's kind of, that's kind of where, where I'm at with it. Um, no, I'm, I'm totally not bashing uh, pixel art. Yeah, oh, no, no, like, no, I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I, I was, I definitely was not thinking that you were, you were doing that. So no worries. Um, yeah, I, I I completely love short destroyers. I love what Cow uh, Bonbon, I'm yeah. not sure how to pronounce it. Cow yeah. mm -hmm. Bonbon do does with his forge and uh, how his weapons looks. That they have like a very very nice touch and very nice look of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's great. Um, what other artists in the space do you think are getting it right in terms of the art and being able to get their work out there? Uh, are we talking about uh, GameStop or just in general with L2? I think in general, that would be great if you could give us kind of like an overview of what you think. 
I think uh, Gnash is doing very well. Like I love how I like how he's uh, how he's progressing with what what he does. Um, I think uh, Skunky Road have very very awesome art. Uh, I definitely love what Short Destroyers is doing. I think it's brilliant. Um, if talking about GameStop creators, I love what Ocarina does. She she has a very warm like heartwarming community. And she has like a nice feel, like nice calming feel. I don't know, like it feels like she she never been in the middle of um, any. I want to say drama, but I don't. I'm sorry, English is not really my first language. I'm not sure how how else to describe yeah, drama. Okay, drama is probably um, a good word for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, also, I love what um, NFT bake bake art. Um, he changed his name, and I, I, I can't, I can't remember. I, I have his print at home. Um, okay. Is it fully baked? Fully baked, fully baked yeah. design. Yeah, yeah. I love what he does. Yeah, um, he's got some amazing work. I just, yeah. Every time I see something, it's super surprising. Yeah, because uh, I'm pretty sure he he's trained, he's fully trained uh, illustrator and uh, I think concept artist, so he can deliver a lot of things. <laughs> Um, also, NFT thumbs. I, I really love those thumbs. They, they look cool and great. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'm definitely and, forgetting someone. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. If you, if you think of it, you can just, uh, just interrupt and we can go back. And um, in terms of like NFTs, what makes, what makes a great NFT? What makes something stand out from everything else? It's kind of a hard question to, to answer. I just think it had, you have to like it. Like, honestly, I, I understand the hype about NFTs. I understand the hype about uh, that uh, Eva and Nate collection on GameStop marketplace and all those uh, cyber crew. But uh, I think it uh, has to have like a right idea behind it. And uh, not only hype, you know, it, it should look great. Like you have to like it. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, it's interesting though, right? When, when something comes out and it's sort of like, it has like a, I don't know, for me, sometimes I'm, you know, I see something and it's got a lot of hype on it. And then it's just sort of like, well, I don't, I don't necessarily like this, but everybody else is jumping on it. So I don't want to also miss out, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I understand. I think that's, that's what happened with the cyber crew a lot and Eva and Nate. So then, it, you know, at that point it becomes, well, this is all about the utility because if I don't necessarily like the art, um, meaning, you know, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that it doesn't, it doesn't just make me... <laughs> Go, wow, I really need to have this no matter what. Um, then the utility becomes, okay, well, this is an investment and I don't know, uh, I don't know what I'm going to use it for in the future. But yeah, it's very, I, yeah. It's, sorry to interrupt you. It's, it's very tricky when it comes to, you know, how, how much you spend on that NFT. Because uh, with the just physical prints, uh, if you buy something from artists, you don't really think 
about you know reselling it at some point because um i probably been buying nfts for like last six or seven months and uh i didn't sold any nfts except myself like except my own like whatever i bought like i have it and i got it because i liked it like probably of course i'm I'm gonna you know sell it at some point in the future but i think it has to be like a ridiculous price like board apes clubs or something like that Yeah, I know, because the thing about NFTs, at least to me, and probably to a lot of people, is that, you know, they mark a, a moment in time. A lot of times when I go through my wallet, I can see things that remind me of a certain period of time in this community. Um, you know, I think the shrimps is a really like easy example that, you know, this time next year, you could say shrimp to this community and everybody's going to know what you're talking about. Um you know, so they definitely have the power to call upon memories and, you know, and make you laugh. Um, I guess that's kind of like a, a little bit of a utility in and of itself. Um, a question for you about, you know, when you are listing things in terms of like pricing and quantity, how do you, how do you figure out, how do you figure out how that all works for you? So, as in as in quantity minted. So if you've got a collection of 10 pieces, how many are you going to mint and and what's the that sweet spot price point that seems to work for you? Um at first I started minting like I think it was like a 40. Uh yes, it was like I think it was one of 40 and then I changed to one out of 30. And uh, I uh, I was listing everything for a little bit like cheaper than than I was thinking to because I was new because um, I before NFTs and not only before NFTs I'm I'm doing commission art like I'm uh, like people actually commission me the custom weapons for mostly for D and D campaigns and uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of going from. Uh, whatever price I uh, I charge usually for that. Um, in terms of um, the mint amount, uh, I think on Loop Exchange, um, I think it's better to mint a little bit lower. Uh, not like not crazy amounts like on GameStop Marketplace, like thousands, like three thousand, five thousand. Because um, uh, I minted uh, the 3D sort and I placed it in a collection and uh, I I made it one out of 40 because uh, in the future with the 3D weapons uh, as my goal is to you know so more people would have it I will you know definitely eventually uh, the next NFTs will uh, be minted uh, will have the higher mint because you know it's like a game assets and mm-hmm. I want it to be a game asset in the future. And uh, if a lot of people are going to be playing, you know, like it's, uh, I don't think it's uh, best to have like a 40 of them if it's going to be like a successful game somewhere, somewhere in the far future, far distance future. I want to make uh, the first uh, first couple of 3D NFTs uh, with the low mint. And then when, I don't know, eventually maybe, some star is going to align and I will be GameStop marketplace creator. 
with all luck <laughs> that I don't know that I have, and uh, then it's gonna be a bigger min, uh, bigger mint amount. Okay. Okay, great. I I don't know if that if that makes sense. It's just uh, I think I'm just rambling because no, I didn't no, really. Yeah, no, I think it definitely does make sense because especially as uh, GameStop moves out of beta and the um, the app is is out there, there's going to be more shoppers. So in my mind, you would want to have a higher mint so that you can meet the demand for people that are just now finding out about you, you know, or at least when they find out about you. Um, yeah, higher mint and lower price. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got a question from the chat here. It's from Choo Choo. He says, I've noticed your work evolve and become even more amazing in the four short months that I've been in the community. What have you done to refine your art? Uh, <laughs> I started doing 3D. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when, when you get the motivation and uh, you really have a community behind you and uh, you have to move forward as a... Uh, like you have to always evolve because uh, sometimes I feel uh, kind of feel depressed because uh, I always have a feeling that I'm doing not not enough. You know, it's always has to be something better than before, and I'm not sure when I'm gonna hit that plateau where I can say that you know like this is the best I can do. <laughs> you know, like it cannot go any further. The I kind of think it will come with the 3D with all that stuff. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's almost like the it's best to set yourself as your own competitor, right? <laughs> that way you never hit that plateau. No, exactly. You have to be a competitor of your like uh, past yourself cuz if you're going to be comparing yourself to somebody else who is better than you, then you know, it's either two ways. It's either you get in a demotivated and you get an artist block cuz I had that once and uh, I don't want to go there anymore. Because once I saw a um, on ArtStation, which is amazing website for artists, and uh, there was a guy who just started a uh, junior 3D character artist position in Ubisoft, and it was like three or four years ago, and I still remember this. And when I saw his uh, model that he made, like I was uh, so amazed, and and I saw that he was only junior, and I, you know, I felt like I. What I, what what I can offer to anybody <laughs> like at that level like I will never get in the in, uh, in the game industry and whatever and I think I stopped creating for like almost a year I didn't want it to do anything so so yeah the best thing is you can do is just compare yourself to the past yourself yeah yeah that's true and everything that you put out just try to raise the bar without uh, creating that block like you said. <laughs> Yeah, you can think about it like a like a character creation, you know, like you have different stats and you know, like I choose to to do weapons. Okay, what else I can do to improve weapons? Like I have to study materials, like I have to study what kind how metal works, you know, like what kind of uh, handles they have, uh, what kind of era, like what scratches can be there. So you kind of you narrowing down where you want to go. Because with the like, I like feel the concept art when you're just uh, generating like lots of ideas and then you give it to a 3D character artists or um, or asset artists and I forgot how it's called. 
so basically, there are like three ways. There are environment, there are character, and uh, there are uh, prop uh, prop design and prop 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 artists, prop concept artists. It's all those props. So I decided to focus on props and mainly on weapons, and that's how I managed to learn quicker because I I was focused on just one way. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bumbleberry wants to know if you've ever done any character concept art. He says uh, your style seems like it would be perfect for that type of work, and he's curious about what uh, he is also curious about what br brushes in Photoshop you use. No, I in Photoshop I use a square brush as as a brush and as an eraser, and uh, just the regular. Uh, pressure sensitivity brush. That, that's basically all I use, and I, I I'm using the smudge tool a lot, and that gives like an oily oily look. So you can um, you can smudge one color into another. Uh, I do have some time. Uh, I'm doing sometimes videos on the short dist short destroyer Discord of the way how I draw and the music. Like I'm doing lives sometimes. I didn't. I haven't done it in, in a while, but I'm I'm definitely gonna do it sometime. Um, in terms of characters, um, I did uh, armor design because uh, with character you have to learn anatomy. Like I know how to do it, but it takes so much time for me to do characters and to think about the pose and to think about how the you know how the muscles works how the shadows works it's uh, it's it's a lot of work and i'm not really great at anatomy and drawing hands and feet like i know how to i know how to do portraits but still it takes a lot of time and uh, and i just really like creating weapons like i really love creating weapons since I started playing Warcraft and it was like very, very long time ago. And uh, I just fell in love with it and I wanted to to convey that feeling, you know, so maybe my weapon's gonna inspire somebody, like somebody gonna see it and he will, you know, will start thinking that I wanna do, do it as well. I wanna create it as well. And I don't really have any secrets in my process or in my artwork. Like you can ask me whatever and I will answer. That's great. That's really helpful. That's one of the things that I actually really love about this community is the level of information sharing that is going on. Um, you could pretty much approach anybody and they'll tell you what they're doing and how they're doing it. It's it's been pretty great. Exactly. There is no there is no point in you know in uh, hoarding any information because even by teaching somebody, even by sharing this information, you you gain like more. Not, not you gain more community, but you're you're getting your place kind of community, so you can be trusted. You know, if if it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does make sense. And by teaching somebody, by sharing your information, you kind of you know like your mind process uh, processes this information a little bit different, and you starting to understand it's better because you're trying to think how to explain this in an easy way so people would understand it. And, you know, so it's not only teaching everybody who asks the questions, because uh, you also teaching yourself to, like, understand this better. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super true. I, I definitely love this community. It's, it's so unique. Um, I've never experienced anything quite like uh, what we have here. Um, Resolve 
wants to know, uh, let's see, what your long distance plans and dreams are in the digital art space. Um, does digital art space NFTs, et cetera, but <laughs> I guess oh, I, digital art space and NFTs in, in general. <laughs> uh, I think I already answered this question. It's, uh, I want to create uh, 3D weapons and I uh, want to, I want to see them in different games. But like I said, it's in in, uh, in the long run future, because uh, like I said, I'm learning how to export it correctly into two game engines in Unity and in Unreal Engine. So whenever the opportunity comes, then you know I have all the 3D files that are ready to be sent to the games and you know to be to be in games basically. Because I'm not planning to create like characters, or I don't know, maybe some somewhere in the future. I'm just I'm just focusing on on 3D weapons right now, and 3D is not that easy, <laughs> and even to explain. No, <laughs> no definitely not. <laughs> it's, it's your mind works a little bit different because I've been drawing weapons uh, for a few years now, and I uh, was working in 2D space only. But now you just add another dimension to it, and you learn a lot of stuff like how the weapons are made. Like there are two types of weapons that you can make not not only weapons but assets. Like the whole time the the whole thing in 3D. Like you can sculpt it and create like a high high poly. But then you will have to create the same thing, but with lower count of polygons. So basically, you make two models, and you just wrap one around another one. And then somehow, magically, you can imprint the all um, ambient occlusion, all those, uh, all those high details from high poly to low poly. And for me, it's magic. OK. Have you ever used a program called uh, ZBrush? It's made by Maxon. Uh, yeah, I tried it, but I I didn't really like it, and uh, I think it's a bit expensive to use. So I, yeah. I decided to stick with Blender. Okay, great. Yeah, Blender has a lot of really great qualities, and one of them is that it's free, and there's tons of assets, you know. So um, that's that's great. Yeah, and, and it's open source, so like there are so many tutorials on the on the YouTube on how to do different stuff. It's just the uh, the barrier is what questions to ask when you only start doing three. Because uh, my journey with three D started in think two thousand twenty when the COVID hit, and uh, I was I did my first Blender donut tutorial I think in two thousand twelve uh, two thousand twenty. Okay. And uh, I didn't know how to Google stuff, you know, like I didn't know how, how things called. And it just, whenever I was opening Blender, I had a monkey with symbols and it just played in my head, you know, like I, it was completely empty. It's, uh, it's hard to rewire your brain to do all that stuff. But once it clicks, you know, it clicks. Right, yeah. Uh, I've got a question from Shadi. Uh, he says, what's your dream collab with GME NFT artists? Hmm. Oh, well, probably Cyber Crew. Like, where else you can, where else you can design from GameStop Marketplace? Because uh, their NFTs are awesome. 
Like they, they look great, they look professional, but uh, I also know that uh, there is a team behind it. So it's, it's not just one person creating this, but probably yeah, I would, that, that would be my dream club to do something with them and to learn something from them as well. Yeah, that's cool. That's really great. And Bumbleberry wants to know, what do you think about Kiraverse and uh, will you attempt to get your 3D weapons added? Good question. Um, I, I don't know what to think about Kiraverse because I, I didn't really check it a lot. I saw a video from, I think Cybercrew posted it when they were testing the, uh, the clone skin and they were playing over there. Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, such games. I, the last game I played was uh, the Rocket League. And, you know, it's just something to take my mind off and to play, to play the ball with cars. Uh, my, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm at the balcony and there is a cat on another balcony. Okay, sorry, I get this. Um, I more, I don't really like shooters. And I don't really like creating um, the weapons that shoot. Like I, I did it for work a few years ago for the board game. Uh, and uh, I, I can't really say that I enjoyed creating firearms. Uh, I'm more of a RPG style games like uh, Elden Ring. For me, that's probably the best place that I would love to see my weapons at. But I don't know how, when, or how it's going to be done. Okay. There's another creator. I'm actually curious if you are familiar with uh, Melderverse. Uh, yeah, I'm working for them. Oh, you are. That's so cool. All right. That's a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started working for them uh, like a month ago, probably maybe more. Like when you have a baby time flies and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Don't blink. <laughs> um, looks like Strom wants to know what is what is the uh, what is the best class or role in MMOs? I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I can't pretend like I know, <laughs> but you can educate me. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Uh, well, I started to to play in World of Warcraft as a hunter because I really like the ranged weapons and uh, bows. But um, then I switched to the Desk Knight, and I think Desk Knight rules. I think it's the best class that ever was made, and uh, Lich King World of Warcraft is the, the best patch <laughs> that was there and that was done. Okay. And then the follow-up question is, does that bias how badass you make weapons that class could use? <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, I like before even I, I was using my uh, World of Warcraft character uh, as a um, as a I want to say a wardrobe. You know, like I had a, I had two screenshots of it, like on from the side and from the back, and I was just uh, I was creating weapons and I was placing those weapons on his back or in his arm. And that's how I was uh, posting and uh, that's how I was, was uh, presenting my weapons. So they would look like kind of in environment. All right. That's cool. Info KG says, Max, you've got a spot on Looper Island. Any ideas of what Gordy Island is going to be like? I don't, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if that doesn't sound like a question for you, but if it. <laughs> uh, no, it, it is. Yeah. And um, okay. like, I, I, I'm not 100% sure how it's going to look, but uh, I've posted uh, some referenced images uh, in, the, in his Discord when I applied to be on that island. But I hope it's going to be dope. And I, I saw what he did to NFT Thumbs and what he did to Short Destroyers and uh, how is the generati. Like, I think he's doing very amazing work. Like it's it's hard even to imagine like exactly how much work he puts in it. It's 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 really a lot. Yeah, it's quite amazing. I I love watching the build out of of everything. Anytime I see it posted on Twitter, it's pretty awesome. Um, Bumbleberry wants to know if you've done any abstract art. Um, I did, and I think I it's it was an oil paintings. Um, you can find, I think, two. Yeah, I think you can find two in my collection that I did abstracts. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm not really into abstracts. Like I was, uh, all those abstracts are actually it was uh, assignment in school because I like we had we had to do um, abstraction stuff. So yeah, that, that's a school stuff. But it's not really my thing yet, I think, because uh, if I will get into oils, probably maybe someday in the future, uh, I would definitely explore different options. Cool. And Shadi also wants to know, ever design any Rocket League art? No, I didn't. Okay. Cool. You guys are way cooler than me. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm just the oh. conduit at this point. <laughs> Rocket League is a very funny game where you play as a car and you can fly and you play football. Uh, you play soccer. Yeah, so you have to hit the ball with your car and there are a lot of people who are flying with the ball. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's very funny and... Yeah, it's a very funny game. <laughs> it's definitely... Um, if it's anything like Mario Kart, sign me up. Uh, it's pretty much all I can all I can play and like win at. Uh, it's almost, but you you have to know how to hit the ball. <laughs> all right, so then I'm probably out. <laughs> uh, okay, um, let's see. There's there's such great questions here. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Resolve wants to know D and D collab with D tweenies. That's a good question. Uh, that's uh, completely up to him, because uh, I I did some stuff with him, but then he went I think on a honeymoon, and it all went somewhere. And then like he never I'm... came back. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't want to bug him. Like he he comes when he comes. Actually, I I I never bugged anyone about collab. Like all the all the collabs that you can see that uh, it's somebody asked me. Like I I don't I didn't go anywhere and ask for anything. Okay, interesting. Do you I guess do you, then you wait for people to to approach you or do you wait for like the community to ask for it and then you get together or how do how do your collabs come about? If you ask me about a collab then uh, and uh, I can see a good fit 
and then I will, I will do it. Like I will find time and I will do it. But uh, recently, I I don't really have, I don't really have time. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it it's it's hard to say no to people, but like I have to because I I still have commissions. I'm uh, I'm kind of the only person who works in the family right now because uh, like my wife stays with the kid, and whenever I come after work, like I have few hours to be with the kid and then we have to put her to sleep and then I can create something. So it basically leaves me like a few hours a day that I can do some stuff and learning it's uh, learning new programs is very hard. So I'm just, you know, I'm uh, accepting commissions. I'm doing commission work and uh, I'm doing some collabs with the short destroyer. Because I, I, I have a special place in my heart for him. Yeah, that's great. Pizza's rad. He's super great. We, uh, we don't live very far away from each other. So. Yeah, I, I figured from that video with the pizza. Yeah. Yep, there he is, knocking on the door with a pizza. How convenient. <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh, well, I'm looking through the chat. It seems like some people want you to um, to bug D Tweenies, but maybe we'll just have to bug them for you. I know you're busy and all, but it's what the people want. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't bug him. He he just yeah. I think he just got married. Like he he has, uh, I don't know, a lot of world to explore. It's a, it's a definitely a new journey for him. So I wouldn't like to bug him. Right. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, let's see. I'm just, well, let me check some over on Twitter. There we go. Everything's going well. Hi everybody on Twitter. <laughs> um, so let's see, uh, you, you mentioned, you were talking a little bit about community building. You were talking about being in the short destroyer community and how that's a good, a good place for you. Is there anything else that you've done? I know that you're a busy person and, and you've got a new uh, child, but is there anything that you have done that you found that has worked for you in terms of uh, community building? Just be yourself and be open. Like whenever somebody's asking me something, I if I if I can answer, I answer. And if I can help, I I, I help. So I think you just have, in this kind of community, you just have to be yourself and have to be open because uh, it's the most probably heartwarming community that I saw. Because even the, when I just started with the layer one and I was, you know, going through Twitter and trying to search like what other artists were doing in L1 and uh, the way they kind of behaved, like they were better than everybody else, you know, like you peasants and we are kings because we can sell something for like 125 ETH and you know and you cannot and with the L2 community I think it's 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 very wholesome like it's a lot of people who are actually uh, starting in our journey and because uh, it's really easy to create NFTs with Blueprint like it's 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 really easy and. Um, it's very easy to spook those people out from the community. And that's what I, I don't want to do. Like, if you just starting out art, like you can ask me any questions on the, on the Twitter or in Pete's Short Destroyers uh, Discord server. I would, I would also always, always try to answer and help as much as I can. Right. 
Oh, you know, I have one last thing I want to talk to you about, and you could just touch on it briefly. Um, I know that you've done some some work for the efforts in the Ukraine. Do you want to talk about that just just a little bit, or? Um, yeah, I, I I did some when when the war started over there. I uh, I messaged to some people uh, that were doing NFTs in Ukraine, so I can donate my work over there. And uh, I'm not sure how it sold out or it didn't, but uh, as well I was. Um, I was selling on uh, Gumroad, I think all my weapons that I did during the last uh, two or three years as a like as a whole bundle and you could basically do whatever with, with them that you wanted. And I was sending all of the money to the Ukrainian army. And um, I'm not sure what else to say. Yeah. Because it, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very hard topic to, to talk about and uh, there are, you know, not a lot of, not, not even not a lot of people, but uh, yeah, it's it's just a part to understand for somebody who has no relatives over there, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's a hard topic. Yeah, I I just want to say that uh, I think that you had that you had done that at the beginning of the of the summer or probably before that and that's just the summertime is what i remember because that's my first interaction with you um but to me that was kind of the first uh experience that i have with nfts and and essentially charity work so it sort of feels like you opened some people's eyes on how nfts can help other people so for what it's worth that you know, that was an important thing for me to see uh, as a creator and a collector. I think Adam did much better work with that, <laughs> with uh, him building a school. So, Gordy, thanks so much for joining us today on the Bumbleberry Artist Spotlight. It has been an absolute pleasure hosting you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure for me as well. Yeah, for sure. And um, everybody, you can find Gordy Art on Twitter. Uh, the handle is Gordy underscore artist. If you visit his Twitter profile, that's where you'll find a link to his loop exchange uh, to view collections like the Zodiac weapons that we talked about here, uh, ghostly weapons, his collabs, his oil paintings, and of course, um, everybody's favorite, the pizza weapons. <laughs> so uh, those are pretty incredible. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. I want to give a huge shout out to the Bumbleberry community. Thank you so much for coming. And Gordy, thanks so much for sharing your work and all your community insights and everything with us. We can't wait to see what's next. Thank you for having me. It was a great pleasure.